someone was out there throwing a spear last weekend, what did you do? Today's show is sponsored by our friends at Spartan Race. And yes, throwing a spear is part of it. There's a lot of other things going on there in the race as well. Make a public commitment. Put a date on the calendar. Let's do a Spartan Race together. If you use code SPARTANDAD, that's code SPARTANDAD, you'll get 25% off any race. For those wanting to race in Nashville, I have a way you can get your whole race paid for. Reach out to me. Check out Spartan Race. Use code SPARTANDAD. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you are a store, you're a group, you're a blog, you're a podcast, you're a distillery, whatever it is, you need laser edge glassware at wholesale prices. Reach out to me. I'd be happy to get you in touch with the whole family behind distilleryproducts.com doing amazing things. We use them. You should too at distilleryproducts.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coolers. Whether it's the chaser, the traveler, the camper, the barrels, the roto-molded coolers, be the coolest dad this summer at the pool, at the beach, camping, whatever it is you're doing at orcacoolers.com. Use code DADSEASON for 20% off your order. That's code DADSEASON for 20% off your order. And make sure you check out coming this summer. They're going to have their 10th anniversary cooler. It's going to be pretty cool. And then you can laser on that chaser teeny. You can put logos on there, custom stuff it's going to be really cool use code dad season for 20 percent off at orcacoolers.com zeke do you have anything for me tonight no dummy remember it's your turn it's, it's one of the few times you, you have a, a funny story to tell you about you talk locker. about the locker story you know it so for those of you that follow <laughs> our instagram yes my daughter got sent home last week from camp for putting a kid in a locker now I personally really don't think it was that big of a deal. It was kind of kids being kids. I know you want the whole story here, Zeke, but what happened was they were changing after going to the pool and the girl put my daughter in a locker and did not lock it. And then my daughter put her in a locker and locked it, but she's six and didn't know how to work the lockers at the gym. So she didn't know how to get her out. They were kind of stuck. She went to the counselors and said, hey, I locked this girl in a locker. The counselors thought by saying, I locked the girl in the locker, she knew it was wrong. I did not yell at her when I picked her up early. Instead, I took her to the locker room and spent 30 minutes with her, teaching her how to use the locks at the gym so this would not happen in the future. So I know it's not as funny when you talk it out because it was kind of like, hey, you're calling me in for that? Like, that looks like a, a learning opportunity for me and a teaching opportunity for y'all. Well, I'm, I think your verbiage is not doing the story a good angle either. I think put in the locker is possibly a bad, like a really bad way to say it, especially considering like, your daughter's like my kids. They take after you and I, and they're pretty damn tall. So explain to me what what other kid just put yours in a locker. Well, they put each other in the locker. They were playing, and they were getting well, no, the locker. Like yeah. the fact they both were in a locker. Like I don't think it would be what you and I would immediately think of, of like high school hazing. Or like a kid getting put in a trash can head first because you know shit happens. But no, uh, this was totally playing. <laughs> this was not a bullying situation at all. This was just like when keeping it real goes wrong. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I put in the locker is, is you're not doing yourself any favors here, bud. <laughs>
everyone. My name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Hello, my friend. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Now, this is one of those ones I am not going to spend any time editing this. I'm just giving you fair warning. This is going out for tomorrow. This whiskey was just released two days ago. This is the rare opportunity that we can actually be ahead of the game. And I want to make sure we do that. But how are you? Do you want to tell the people what you've been up to? We know my daughter did not put another kid in the locker. They they mutually played and hide and seek in the lockers. But what have you been up to? I've been good. Work, PT. My kids were on a week break with their mom so i got a little uh downtime I, I don't know i don't i don't have any complaints i got to be lazy for once shit i just want to remind everybody right now that zeke hurt his shoulder in january <laughs> he has been going to physical therapy since january <laughs> with no progress his shoulder is not better it is still bad i asked him literally asked him today like Hey, bro, is it time to get surgery? And he's like, yeah, we talked about that, but it's really not going to do anything. So I just got to keep doing PT. Like, no, I said the MRI wasn't going to point out anything that would change my prognosis or or treatment course. Really sucks to get old, doesn't it? (laughs) Doing pretty good for 40. Thank you. But uh, no, I told you that I just laugh like every time the doc's like, it just gives me this look like, I don't know, like your parent or something would, or like he, he knows what I do when I'm not there, which I see him every 90 days tops. It's like, just, just do yourself a favor and take it a little bit easier. Like, come on, man. Like take it easy for a little while. Just let everything heal up. Don't, don't, don't go so hard. And I'm like, what does he know? Like, how does he tell me this? What does he see in my eyes? I really think you need to go in with that Hawaiian shirt you're wearing right now and just like go in with it buttoned down like three buttons and just act like you're the dude. Like, come on, man. I'm just living my life. You know, I only rock one button, period. <laughs> Even if you went out in public on, on that? I mean, I'll go like check them out, take the trash out in this thing. But, like, you ain't going to the grocery store wearing a shirt down to one button. I mean, you've seen the grocery stores I go to. I could get away with it. You do rock Sam's Club a lot. Oh, I didn't go in there anymore. I got the curbside thing. Our delivery. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's like five hours more. Why not? Man, that's lazy laziness right there oh sure i just enjoy going in and doing the shopping i think it's for me it's like a chance where i can put some headphones in i can listen to a podcast i get a little bit of me time like i don't mind doing the shopping i will volunteer to do the shopping just to get some me time i mean talking groceries or sam's like either 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 Target, Whole Foods, Sam's, whatever it is, Costco, wherever you need me to go, I will go. Well, my only thought would be on you know that whole premise of folks always say, you know, when you have a list made out, 
and you only shop off your list, you spend exponentially less. So if you do the online order, you have to have a list almost, and then you just go pick it up and throw it in your car or whatever. So then you're still not getting stuck by any of the gimmicks and therefore not spending any extra money on uh, non-useful things. Thank you for the tip of the day, Zeke. The more you know. <laughs> I'm just trying to help people, man. My grandma will be proud right now. Let's move into this whiskey from Heaven's Door. This is age 10 years. It's a straight bourbon whiskey. It is the first release of their decade series. Now, I have a lot of information here because I heard this phrase, or not heard, I read this phrase, and I was a little taken aback. And I'm like, this doesn't sound right. So it says on this little press release, I'm holding it up so you can see it. The people can't see it, but it is a one-pager. It said, ahead of the bourbon boom and long before the brand was created, the founders of Heaven's Door began collecting aged whiskey barrels, and now those barrels are ready to be shared. And I was like, what the hell? Like, the brand... I think really started in 2018. So what do you, what do you mean they're going back, you know, to 2012? So I had to do a little digging. What were you going to say? Well, I was originally going to say that it kind of seemed a, a bad play on words to say like before the brand was created, but the creators of the brand had barrels like, well, I, Jeff Barrows didn't have a brand, but then very, very coincidentally, uh, literally two nights ago, I was with a, you know, a buddy at the whiskey house and he's just casually like, you know, we're sitting, having some pours and bullshitting. Oh, by the way, I own 250 barrels now. What? I'm not even shitting you. I was like, do what now? like run that run that back one more time like <laughs> he's like you know some stuff came up i knew some people it seemed like a good investment opportunity and i'm like like you own them he's like yeah you know let me know if you know we think we got an idea here down the road one day we'll have some fun i'm like all right glad i got your name and number and we've been friends for a few years now we're gonna have to talk about this offline <laughs> outside of this podcast i think uh you know your friend could be my friend if they're not already we don't need to know who it is but let's hang on here for a second when this is all done (laughs) didn't mean to button hook you no you did a little bit but uh what i will tell you is heaven's doors origins they were in 2015 and in that year bob dylan had trademarked the term bootleg whiskey so you know you have the bootleg series that came out. We had the Mizunara that was one of the first bootleg series that came out. It had that really nice bottle that was a Jack, um, a Bob Dylan painting turned into the bottle and a ceramic bottle. It was really nice. But by 2018, Heaven's Door was out, and there were two people, two other people, that founded heaven's door along with bob dylan that people don't know about so it was mark bushala former founder of angels envy and current founder of spirits investment partners and ryan perry a whiskey developer at diageo so knowing that it's like oh 
they could have had barrels 10 years ago, considering that they came from Angel's Envy and Diageo. So I'm not 100% sure how they got them, if they just kind of like moved them along and said we had these for other projects. I'm not sure how much of that is marketing and how much it is true, but that's the story they're going with. Huh. I honestly didn't, I guess, realize that Dylan had been on it supposedly since day one. I figured somebody to set him up as like an investment kind of thing. No, once he termed, coined that term, bootleg whiskey, see, all these errors are going to be in here that normally I edit out, but it's going to annoy me. Hopefully, it doesn't annoy all of you. But once he coined the term bootleg whiskey, then the two of them reached out to him and said, hey, let's do something. So kind of interesting. He was the impetus, and then it got them to perk their ears a little bit and then reached out to him. But this features limited time offerings from Heaven's Door that showcase various American whiskeys aged over 10 years with straight bourbon being the inaugural release. So there will be other ones in here as well. The Decade Series, the first release is a high rye 10-year-old straight bourbon whiskey. And we've been patiently waiting on our barrels of aged liquid to mature to the optimal flavor profile for many years, and we're thrilled to release them for our fans to enjoy, says Ryan Perry, Heaven, Heaven's Door Master Blender. Our first release is the whiskey the world has not yet tasted. This Tennessee bourbon has a mash bill that's non-traditional to all other whiskeys ever created from the state. With 22% rye and without charcoal mellowing, the distillation is more reminiscent of what you would expect from a traditional Kentucky bourbon. It's 10 years, it's 100 proof, it is 50% ABV, and it is non-chill filtered and non-charco mellowed. That is basically all I know. If you have any questions, I'll try to answer them for you. So the first place my mind wanders, just because it does, Tennessee non-charcoal somewhat novel mash bill you said what 22 percent yeah i mean i do remember a uh, a place in memphis that had sourced out some tennessee whiskey that was a non-unique mash bill and i don't think was charcoal mellowed and if one of the two main players had ties to diageo who originally owned all these barrels and sold them john boy no i mean i think it's very plausible we know it wasn't jack that gave him these and the only other place in tennessee that could have given 10-year whiskey was Tullahoma because tdc what hasn't been making whiskey for 10 years so you know and pritchard's isn't giving them whiskey so there you go p.s legal distilling in tennessee didn't really start you couldn't have even done it in 2012 anywhere other than jack or george 
legally. Funny if they actually did, you know, end up with these same barrels, which I, like I say, would presume would be due to the ties with uh, Diageo, which, you know, also quit selling them as far as I knew, what, two years ago now? Yeah. One year? But they must have had these before from when they originally did some stuff with Heaven's Door and they put them and they were aging them and then said, okay, they're 10 years old now. They're ready to go. Yeah. So interesting though. Yeah. What do you think about it? Um, I, I really thought this profile was, I mean, more or less completely dominated by the barrel, to be honest. Um, right away I picked up strong char influence. There was, you know, maybe a tad of youthfulness underneath. Again, I didn't really put two and two together when, uh, I was drinking the decades series to think it was a 10 year whiskey, but you know, that's just me. Um, but most other flavors I thought were pretty hard to pick up the, um, the char and bite just seemed like a, a superficial layer that just sat on top of everything else towards the back end. I I thought it fell pretty flat. I didn't get hardly any finish at all but a singe did kind of uh, linger around on my tongue. So I got like a tail of two pours on this. When I first poured it and I thought I let it air for like 10 minutes, I didn't really get a lot. I got a lot of the corn and I even put unsweet tea on the nose and the taste and slightly bitter with some chocolate and then oak and leather on the finish and that was kind of like right away once i let it air even more and it just kind of been sitting out and i've been moving her around as you and i have been shooting the shit a ton of vanilla a ton of vanilla comes through on the nose but then the taste gets dominated by the oak just like you said like the barrel takes over the taste and it's not a sweet oak like you and i would like i just i think it's a little bit more of a bitter oak but you know to each their own if you like oak this will be your jam you know the price for this for the 10-year whiskey is 99.99 i'll just say that it is a very reasonably priced lto I think it just kind of the, the oak presence and I'll say it again. Zeke and I are very, um, it's known that we like a sweet oak and we don't like a bitter oak. And this kind of went the place we don't like. Is this batched or single barrel? I missed that part. It is batched. Okay. And you know, like we said, we essentially know where it had to come from. Um, and I would say any of the main digs that are normally associated there are not present here. I, I don't get any mineral, vitamin, anything at all. I mean, I almost wouldn't, like, wonder if they rebarreled it for some reason. Like maybe they had leakers or, or, or trying well, to. Well, and it something. is an, an American whiskey, right? So they, it is, the problem is we can't see what the actual bottle. Okay, I guess it says Heaven's Door Straight Bourbon Whiskey aged 10 years decade series is on the sample label with some cool artwork in front but they do say and this is just what threw me for a loop for a second 
it does say we'll showcase various American whiskeys aged over 10 years with straight bourbon being the inaugural release. So like I was almost like, is it, is this under with the TTB? Is it under the American whiskey category? Because that's what the whole umbrella is, or does this one fall to the bourbon whiskey category? And I need to try to look at a bottle. Well, so you, I hope you remember, cause obviously I don't. Tullahoma, they're a light char, right? They're not heavy? Or am I dreaming that? No, I do not believe they're a heavy char. But this to me, I mean, <clears throat> I think it's a... Oh, no, they use a four char. Sorry, they use a oh, four really? char. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just feel like when we say oak in this, it's because it comes from the wood, but it comes from the way it's charred and, and how that leaches into the product not necessarily like tannins and other things you associate with i guess like inner wood and and 10-year aging i don't know it's not the best way to explain it but it's all i really get out right now i'm off the top of my head but it definitely doesn't have that profile it doesn't have the telehoma profile it is just like anything there are some things that have a very high char oak side to it and then there's some that don't you know i mean the way it's just kind of salty and 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 parching it really reminds me of some of those indiana barrels we've had that are indiana juice in barrels they bought yada yada that over time just really showcased the you know the the first portion of the of the oak they touch in that char versus you know anything they could leach out and truly uh you know mature in as far as like the layers of the wood i totally understand that and that is kind of what i see here as well i think it's it's totally like some of those ones that we've talked about before but that's where i am I don't think, like I say, the price for an LTO is not bad. Um, I just, the, the juice doesn't hit me very well. And and I guess even more, uh, I don't know the word, but having had what I, or you or I could probably presume were similar barrels that were single barrels that, you know, under a different NDP, they didn't taste like this. They, they didn't have that profile to it, you know? No, I agree. I almost wonder just what would get that oak to go away. And I have a lot of questions there. I would want to play around. I mean, it's like you got to see what the components are. And we can only speculate on it. What are the components and what are the profiles of the barrels that they got on their own? And is there a way to change this blend up or did they just say, okay, here's all our 10 year stock. We're just going to dump it together rather than effing with it a little bit. Well, that's also is more confusing because any of those nine or 10 year picks that came out of Memphis that had sourced presumably the same damn juice, they didn't have this at all. And you know, if you batch, I mean, the purpose of the batch is to 
you know, have a more regular and consistent product, like how did the needle move that far? You know, like it, it just seems like almost like a double negative or something. I know. Well, thank you so much, Heaven's Door, for sending this our way. You know, there are some Heaven, there are some that we really enjoyed uh, from Heaven's Door. This one, I think it's just different strokes for different folks with the profile there. But for those of you wondering, I mean, there's nothing about this that really makes me think that this is Tullahoma. So that's kind of, you know, that's what comes down to at the end of the day. People are trying to get away from that profile when they're sourcing the juice. And congratulations, you've done that. It's just at a place where we're not really going towards but that doesn't mean other people won't go towards it and i think people will still buy this i'd probably get it at a bar to see if you like it first before going out and buying a bottle but still as far as ltos go this one isn't breaking the bank so enjoy it and uh go ahead and find us on facebook at dad's drinking bourbon twitter bourbon dads instagram at dad's drinking bourbon Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.